Welcome back, everybody, to Thanks for Your Concern. You're here with Berenice. And I'm Ella. Hi, everybody. It's another Wednesday, another beautiful Wednesday. Um, I hope the seasonal depression ain't getting you too down. Make sure you get that vitamin D however you can. I know. Should I go back to tanning? Should I just bite the bullet? That's what we always, when I were, used to work at a tanning salon, I'd be just like, in Seattle, it'll help your seasonal depression. I'm telling you, that's why you need to spend $200 on the most expensive package we have. And to get some skin cancer. No, don't do that. Like, talk to your doctor. I think uh, they can prescribe you something. But Ella, you know, with everything, how are you? What have you been up to? You know, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling good. good. I maybe did a little bit of shopping. And what I did is I bought Ooh. some, uh, I updated my closet, added some new basics in there. I was, uh, I definitely am like the type of girl that will like wear the same black shirt a hundred times. So some of my favorites <laughs> that have been in the roto were getting holes in it. And I was like, yeah. this isn't a cute look. We can't have holy shirts. Uh, so I did a little upgrade and the boost of serotonin was good. I swear I am one big purchase away from peace. Okay. I, Ooh, I feel, I feel retail therapy <laughs> <laughs> or that's what I tell myself anytime I spend money. I'm like, it's like, I'm going to feel so much better after this, but I do right now. Treat yourself. I mean, you know, the pandemic is, is evolving and maybe hopefully at some point we'll come to an end and you are going to need new clothes you are going to need new fits you're going to need work stuff so oh yeah I'm doing this work from home thing I'm getting dressed every day that's my new thing to try to not get into messy depressy um Ooh, I'm trying to okay, just okay, okay. yeah so I've been getting up getting ready and putting on a fit so even though I'm in my basement I feel like I'm ready for the day. I love that. I love the effort we're putting into mm -hmm. our mental health, <laughs> into staying positive. You know, for me, it's been like kind of the opposite. I don't know what the fuck's been in the air, but this past weekend was like so unnecessarily chaotic for me. I had friends come into town and you know what I realized is just like anytime that I have people come over, I hate my life. <laughs> like not because, well, the thing is my apartment is small. This is a small encounter space. People come here in vacation mode and this is like my IRL. So, yeah. you know, it's like they want to go on these like drinking vendors and I just end up like destroyed. Like I destroyed my life over the weekend and I don't even know how I did it. Obviously, I'm going through. Well, I broke up with my now ex-boyfriend. So that's been the roughest for me out here and just mixed with drinking and anxiety and other circumstances where, you know, men in my life are disrespectful mixed with like me gr trying to grind out my stuff for my green card and, you know, financially, you know, just try, try and stay afloat here. It just like went into this like huge sort of nastiness and the entire like for three days I like, couldn't eat I like literally wasn't sleeping I was feeling really really fucking bad but you know my sister called me today and handed my ass to me because she was just like we're concerned about you like you are acting like you did in college like with the drinking and like and I was like oh my god don't say that I was like, I'm in a better place old. I swear I'm in a better place like I just like I'm new here and like I'm trying to figure out like a routine. I'm trying to make friends I'm trying yeah. to fit into the social scene yeah she's like I know you're going through a lot like me as I'm sobbing you know she's like I know you're going through a lot but you need to focus and you need to like stop focusing on this irrelevant ass shit that like isn't you like right now the only thing that matters is you so you need to like sit down and like get your shit done and I 
I think that was what I needed to be like, you know what? You're right. Like this extra shit is noise. It's mm-hmm. noise. It's I noise. To, it's noise. I yeah. need to focus. I need to focus. I'm out here for a reason. So that was a good sense of perspective. I feel like any new place, you want to get to know what it's like. You want to see. You want to go out. You want to see things. You, you're in a new place. Everything's new and exciting. So I get that. But you do have to like make the switch because you're like, wait, no, this is actually not new. This is my regular so in a way i think the chaos is the is the way the universe is telling me girl this is your moment yes (laughs) but with that being said let's fucking start the show let's get it all right you guys We are having a fun little episode that we're calling the three L's, love, lust, and loss. Talk about the difference between love and loss, and we're also going to just talk about life and relationships and good and bad dick and how it can ruin your life. (laughs) Pretty much. Um, (laughs) So to start off, Ella, what do you think lust is? You know, lust is like sexual energy that you have between the, it might be one way, you know, that happens, unfortunately. But usually it's just like you got a lot of emotions that are based off of just like a sexual attraction. This one's hard for me. As a Scorpio, I will say that I feel sexual energy like a lot from people. Like I I will know. Mm-hmm. If you would like to have sex with me, I know. I know before you oh, yeah. know. And sometimes it can be so strong that I just get like lost in it, you know? Mostly if it's like reciprocated, obviously. But lust can be so powerful. Like it can it can really draw you in. It can make you like obsessed over somebody like so quick. Yes. For me, like I could, I totally get like lost in the dick sauce, you know, like I just have Mm -hmm. like either good sex with somebody and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to marry this guy and I don't even fucking know him. (laughs) Um, I actually don't even like him, but like it's so good that I'm not letting this go. Yeah. And there's also does lust turn into love? It can, but it has to be reciprocated on both sides, you know, for some people. And I think unfortunately, like for heterosexual women, like guys can have sex and not get emotionally attached even though i think they do get emotionally attached but they're you know it's another too afraid thing. to recognize it because they don't know about like their feelings sometimes yeah. sometimes yeah but yeah. i feel like as you know women and whoever you can just be like oh my god i'm in love with him now and it's not it, there's the same hormones though which i've been learning me too so there's like hormones when you like essentially have like physical touch to people like when you hug people or whatever like home hormones and chemicals yeah you've released certain chemicals that as a woman make you more attached to this person than Mm -hmm. a man's hormones do for them so essentially we are set up to fail at this scenario unless you're like super emotionally unavailable then maybe that will work out for you but I mean as my roommate my roommate has said this before good dick can fuck you up for years okay and I will Mm -hmm. agree because I have been in some toxic ass situationships where the D was so good that sometimes I still think about them like reminisce about them and I'm like they're a horrible disgusting disrespectful human being but I'm like romanticizing how good the D was also I'll say this like sometimes the the bar's so low for sex like I think we talked about this with Richie on what I'll plug I'll put the episode but we when we had Richie on we were talking about how like 
the bar so low because sometimes you don't even come when you're having sex with a dude. Sometimes it's like very weird because of their intimacy issues or your intimacy yeah. issues or there's not clear enough boundaries. There's just like a lot that goes into it. So like if the sex wasn't like traumatizing and like four stars, <laughs> like that might be considered good dick. But then you look in the future and you're like, oh, wait, that was actually just comparatively better. It's hard. It's hard to it's let hard. go of a... It, it's hard. Sometimes, yeah, loss makes has me out here thinking I'm fully in love, you know? But I think a big part of that is like when you cut off the sex part of the relationship, what's left? And that, that's where things get spooky. Well, for me, when I was dating after college, I kind of came to the realization that like I stayed for good dick and left guys that were like could have had potential because I just was like I'm just not sexually attracted to them enough Mm -hmm. but they were good guys nothing wrong with them inherently as I was like you know I'm gonna try and like not hook up with people and see how that works out worked out about the same you know and now I'm just like well at least like the odds didn't change it's hard I might try it out you know new new year new me maybe this time around I will I will just we do some platonics, some some PG-13 dates, and then yeah. decide from there. But the thing with that sometimes, it's like, if some people, like, if someone's trying to get in your pants and they go to one and two or three dates with you and then get in your pants and are never going to speak to you again, then why the fuck did I wait so long? Depends on what you're looking for and what you want. Obviously, if you're also just looking for a casual sexual partner, then that's cool. But if you're looking for a relationship that is built off of shared values. Sometimes you just look the other way if the dick's good. You're like, okay, mm, he said something kind of whack, but like I still like him, you know? Instead of if you don't have that attachment to somebody, then it's like, okay, wait, like I'm just looking at this person for that person because kind of wears off in a way. Like you can still be like super sexually attracted to the person that you're with, but if your relationship is only based on a sexual one, like that's long term isn't sustainable right it isn't and i think like with relationships that mostly revolved around sex if it's just a situationship i think it's important that people are on the same page again like catching feelings feelings you know feelings feelings is a weird one because with lust it it can be fake it can truly be fake and you know make sure you're on the same page with your sneaky link i've told the story once i've told this story a million times i thought we were on the same page i thought we were (laughs) exclusive and i was told he is exclusively fucking me but he's dating other people he wants to look out what else is out there yeah dude. i think that a very popular one has been like people that that it's like it starts off just like this casual sex but then it starts like gradually like why are we watching tv together like why are we doing other shit together but it's not a relationship right it's like it's like a fake relationship and then it gets to like the end of it and then they're like oh yeah like you know you share that you may have like some feelings for them and then they're just like oh yeah like you know in the long term like i just don't see us together i always hate that just because so this is my hot take I personally like don't just like to hang out with people to fucking hang out, right? Because honestly, yeah. I have cool friends I would rather hang out with. Most dudes I've met are not, I've never met a dude cooler than like my friends, right? And so they always act like, oh yeah, like we can like hang out and have sex, but like I don't want to date you. And it's like, well, I don't want to just hang out and have sex. I either just want to have sex 
or I want to be in a relationship. Like, you know, yeah. like if you just want to have sex, that's cool. You can have you know? sex and then you need to go. You need to go exactly. home. You need to not speak to me until the next time we have this encounter. It's all the same. It's, it's all what you want. And you just have to be on the same page as that person. I, I will add in some uh, words from Paco, my father. He said, you know, some people really just want you because they, they need their ego stroke. They want you to stroke their ego. Yeah, and it's something not else. Real. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why he, like, you know, sometimes I think my dad knows what the fuck is going on in my life more than I know what's going on in my life. And I'm always like, oh, Paco. <laughs> so for the words of Paco, guard yourself. Make sure you're not just stroking their ego. Make sure at least you're getting your stroke too. You're getting you're getting your itch scratched. They're providing something for you. A meal, a service, a talent. Mm-hmm. I would say that's one of the things with online dating that I would give out as advice. After I thoroughly f- try to find out if they're a murderer or not, I have like some nice conversation with the person. I try to get off the app because a lot of men on these dating apps have girlfriends and literally are just looking i'm gonna i don't want to say just men people on dating apps sometimes have relationships and they're just like either want to see what's out there or they just aren't getting the validation that they're getting from their partner or they're actually just not interested in meeting anyone they just want to like have someone to talk to they want to have like a little pen pal um (laughs) i don't need a pen pal so advice to all people if you can't get off the app and they don't want to take you on a date and a legitimate date too i don't do fucking coffee dates that's just a personal choice (laughs) i'm a higher value female than four dollars okay um (laughs) i need a full ass lobster lunch at least that's all i'm saying so yeah that's just a little word advice all right so on the flip side like what do you think the difference like between love and lust is love is just like a step beyond if you just want to say love and like relationships like if you don't even want to make it that serious and just say the differences between just lusting over someone and actually building something with someone i think clear communication we've always said that making sure that you're on the same motherfucking page but also like are you willing to invest time into this person and sometimes that's not always yes even if the person's a cool person so i would really think analyze like okay hey like we're this is more than just having sex or this is more than just hanging out do i want to invest my energy into this other person for who they are and not because i'm just like sexually attracted to them right i would say like love can also be like not to be like super dramatic but you know like are you willing to die for them like is this somebody that you're willing to essentially put yourself on the line for because if it's just like literally your sneaky link you might be like no like fuck that hoe you know like if it came down to to uh, uh you die or i die you die you know like 100 we're not even getting we're not even gonna try to get out of this together i think that's the difference because like if you think about people that you love you might not i mean personally you know would i be willing to die for like my my dad my mom i would say yes <laughs> would you be willing but they're so much older. I have so much more life. <laughs> Damn, I'm a snitch. I'm going to tell Michael. He probably would tell you the same thing. <laughs> All right. I'm Anyways, saying, like- <laughs> we can see who's the better person here. That's very to say. It's okay. <laughs> this is why I get fucking butt hurt <laughs> constantly. But, uh, you know, I feel like real love, it feels calm. It's not like complicated. It's not 
this place where it's like you I, I've been in a lot of situations where like I feel like I maybe I'm like in love with somebody and it's like this disrespectful disrespectful thing after disrespectful thing like that's not love mm-hmm. like somebody that respects you that loves you is going to respect you and is going to make sure that your feelings they care about your how something makes you feel like how their actions make you feel and I feel like when you are on the same page with those things that's like when love can happen yeah I love that a word of advice from Michelle Obama and this is on like Michelle Obama once said that she would not have been Michelle Obama if she had been hanging around with teenage boys all the time you know like having a boyfriend when she was a teenager and I'm very thankful that I kind of waited till I was 25 to have like a serious relationship I had another relationship but in the end now that I've actually been in a serious relationship let me just say if it was me or that other dude I would have left him for dead okay so (laughs) in that way it wasn't that serious If we're going to use your metaphor, there's so much time to like fall in love and all that jazz. And love is a beautiful thing, but it is also work. So work on yourself first is just like a little bit of a thing, majig. And I think it's when you see other people in relationships, like I remember in like high school and even college, I was like, oh my God, like look at all these cute couples. No, there's like something on the other side. There's more than just the Instagram posts. It's more than just like what it seems to be or what they present to the outside. Like, it's a lot more work than that. And it's also a time commitment on some fucking level. Yeah. Which you can choose you for yourself. You have to hang out with you, these people. You I know. know. Hang- <sighs> I think that's like, you know, obviously love being in a relationship. But the one thing that I was like, man, like, it's kind of cool to when you're single that you can literally do whatever you want. You don't even have to, like, think about it. Right. Because it's like you have to think about another person if you're in a long term relationship with them. Now, I'm not saying like, oh, you have to fucking consider them for everything. But like, you can't just be like, I don't know what's a good example, but you just have to keep that person in mind. And I would hope that they would keep me in mind when they're making decisions, making plans. Mm -hmm. So the freedom that you get from literally like not having to check in with anyone, especially as an adult, is is nice. So just in case you're like, oh, my God, I'm so single and I'm messy, depressy because of wintertime. Think about the up and up. Get you a roster, girl. (laughs) Men with different talents. You know, sometimes after love comes loss. Yeah, buddy. (laughs) Sometimes it doesn't work quite out and you all got to break up. And, you know, whether this is a long-term boyfriend or, you know, just a hookup buddy or, like, someone who played you, Mm -hmm. breakups are just, like, never a good time. They're never easy. They're messy sometimes. They can be very messy. They can be self-destructive. I've Mm -hmm. been there. I guess, like, I would just say, like, there's no linear way to heal after a breakup right now. I feel like I'm, like, up and down, up and down here and there, You know, sometimes I'm sad, sometimes I'm angry, sometimes I'm like this. I would just say letting yourself heal and letting yourself like feel the emotions. Sometimes like, yes, focusing on other things. Obviously, you have other stuff going on. But we talk a lot about like sometimes not fully embracing and feeling our emotions and letting them just like fester until later. That's also not a good way to deal with your feelings but finding a good medium where you're also taking the time to kind of like celebrate this new chapter in your Mm -hmm. life one door closes another one opens and it one thing my therapist told me was closure something you give yourself 
Uh, I think that when you get ghosted or if like a breakup comes out of the blue or things just don't work out and you kind of want answers and you're like, oh, like I want to contact that other person because I need answers. Or you might get drunk and decide that you're going to fucking call the person that ghosted you and demand answers. <laughs> and you might call them multiple times and it might ah! become embarrassing, right? Yeah. <laughs> but if you had just taken the time to say what that person has to say about it doesn't really matter at the end of the day it happened and like how am I going to heal from this and grow from this and like closure is something you give yourself you don't always need to know the answers and I'm going to be honest I've been given answers that are completely unsatisfactory that made it worse than not knowing you know you think that knowing is better sometimes knowing's not not. it's never better honestly then you just have more questions and you literally just like restarted your progress yeah I had a situation where I broke up with somebody, but then after the fact, I found out a lot of cheating and other things, and I started going down a trail where, like, honestly, it was just, it was already done. Yeah. And then instead, I just was, like, stewing over the fact that I had wasted so much time with somebody when they had cheated, you know? And But it's like, and then you can't ask them why. You shouldn't. It's just, like, it happened, and it's not a reflection on you. It's a reflection on them, and move on. 100%. 100%. I will say this just because it's something that I've been experiencing. It's like anxiety with breaking up with somebody, whether it's like, you know, whether it's like a big or big or smaller emotion, like personally, anxiety like triggers like fight or flight for me. And for some reason, like eating has been really difficult for me, which I have never experienced before. Like I've never had trouble eating. Mm -hmm. I love food. But the thought of like when I put food like up to my mouth, like I gag. And I think that's just because I'm like so stressed. So uh, obviously, like if you're having a really hard time through your breakup and it's coming to the fact where you're like not really feeling better, you can go into states of like depression. So, you know, just like watch out. Keep keep in mind that you have to do a lot of self-care. You Mm -hmm. have to put yourself first. You have to be selfish because at the end of the day, you are the one that's still with you. You're the one who matters. You know, sometimes truly you got to take out the fucking trash to make room for other good things in your life. And it might feel really bad at first, but now we have we have all this time and energy to just make shit happen for ourselves. I think that understanding, I guess, like releasing and letting go of the thought that there's one person for you or that there is like a cookie cutter or idealistic like I'm obsessed with rom-coms and nothing is ever as pretty as the ending scene of a rom-com. If you like kind of like let go of that because I personally feel like there's not one person for everybody. That would be insane. Like there's probably there's so many people for everybody. And I think sometimes when you go through a breakup, you're like, oh my God, like I'm never going to find someone ever again. You probably you will. will. You will. We all do, right? Like it happens. Yeah. Like obviously you don't want to break up, but like don't be like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I'm never going to be in love again. No, you will. You will. It'll take some time and it'll take, make sure it takes time. Make sure you don't jump straight onto the next. That's just you using somebody else to, to kind of put somebody else over those bad feelings. Yeah. I, I also think that breakups can be opportunities to see maybe things you missed. Like what dependencies did you have on that other person that like, Maybe you could have been better off feeling for yourself. And what 
did you like about that relationship and what didn't you like? What do you want more in a relationship or in a partner? It's good to see it as a learning opportunity, even though at the time it may feel really bad. Everything is like temporary. Like the pain from a breakup is temporary and tis life. And again, another Obama quote. This one's Barack Obama. I said I say this all the time because this is (laughs) this is the thing. Literally, the Obamas are just really with the Obamas. I don't know. I don't know. But the Obamas just run through my mind constantly you know the sun rises the moon falls it's a new day like you just gotta get Get the fuck up and let's go you just have to get through the next day and like i think this is just something about mindfulness is that i think so often people think about like their whole fucking life like their whole life planned out and then if you've like already attached that person to what you thought was your life plan now you're like oh my god i'm gonna have to rethink my whole fucking life you just get up and do the next day and all you have to worry about is that day and then the next day you do the same thing over and over and over again until one day you die okay like that's all it is (laughs) don't think about it too much (laughs) try to enjoy it as much as possible exactly plugs of the week so my plug of the week is going to be a documentary that just came out on Netflix and it's called Found and it follows three young women who are Chinese American and were adopted from China and they find out that they're cousins through 23andMe and then they travel to China to kind of learn about their history. It covers privatized adoptions, cross-cultural adoptions, interracial adoptions. It was surprisingly emotional. I don't know if I'm just in a dark place right now and watching this brought out some tears uh it it was happy tears like it's nothing traumatic but i was just got a little emotional between the connection that these three girls have it it younger they're 18 and 20 so it's like kind of looking into a mirror because i could totally understand some of the things they were going through anyways found on netflix love that and then for my plug of the week i am plugging beats by shaydesigns.com Uh, So Shay makes basically all these like beaded, beautiful earrings. She's Native American. So feel free to go support uh, indigenous owned businesses. That's my plug of the week. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Please leave us a comment, a review on Apple Podcasts. Also subscribe. Tell a friend if you like it. Even if you don't, still tell a friend. As always, follow us on our Instagram and feel free to reach out to us with questions or ideas for the podcast. And it's at thanks number four, your concern. And then our personal Instagrams. Mine is at Bernice DSM. And I'm at Ella L. Tudor. All right. Toodles. Bye. Peace. Bye.